Music Music continues very shortly on Spin Now, but right now we're going to chat a little bit about minding our mental health, how we can empower our self-esteem and feel good in general, heading out of a virtual reality that we've spent almost two years in and into the big bad real world this summer. This chat is particularly for you, the young teenager tuning in, or maybe your parent, your friend, your colleague. However it is you're feeling right now about kind of reintegrating yourself into normal society and making that move from virtual reality back into the real life. This is a moment for you to kind of reflect and listen to some top tips from someone who deals with these conversations and talks to teenagers about these things all of the time. I am so delighted to welcome onto the show Hayley Rice, who is a child psychotherapist. Hayley, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Hi Louise, thanks a million for having me on. I'm delighted to talk to you today. It's great to have you on the show, Hayley, because I feel for teenagers and young people, sixth-year students, they've just started their leaving certs. Other students have just gotten their summer holidays. And uh, I think for the first time in two years, we've moved out of the realm of everything being on social media, all of our socialising, our interactions with pals, to actually now looking forward to activities in the real life. Yeah, it's a huge time, isn't it? And it's it's that, um, it was such a long time, those two years to have been online socializing online and and just scrolling and in that habit of being online and seeing everyone's lives so it's a big change now getting back out there and it's bringing up a lot of feelings for for the kids I'm working with anyway yeah there's no doubt about that one like because I think even though we're kind of like I say reintegrating ourselves into the real life we still tend to spend a mega amount of time on social media and particularly for young people who have grown up with the phone in their hand from the minute they've left primary school almost absolutely I think it's a minefield and it's it's something that yeah I think parents should take seriously and young people should take seriously and that's the kind of length of time they're spending on there and um, I think as well you know the comparisons that they're making because we're, we're human we're going to compare ourselves to um, other individuals and pe- photos that just aren't real life and that's the sad thing but I know from research you know we we know that girls particularly um get kind of affected by social media and there's that, that kind of you know it does bring up anxiety depression negative self-image loneliness even and that kind of internalizing their problems where they don't tend to speak about it and it's quite isolating so this is obviously the negative side I know it can be helpful for some kids to connect but we do need to be very aware of what's what what how much we're taking in, what we're taking in, and it's kind of, um, yeah, just being mindful of that. A minefield is actually a great way to put it because I feel even as an adult trying to navigate social media can be impossible. How do you filter down the content you see or you're exposed to? And mm-hmm. then how to almost not allow yourself fall into a rabbit hole and, like you say, compare yourself to this highlight reel of someone that you don't even know. Yeah, and, and that's it. And I think really when you think about it, like even myself, I'm on Instagram, I'll scroll and I, you are bombarded with images, information overload. Our brains are not really designed to take that much in and it's particularly the developing brain. So, you know, our brains aren't fully developed. They haven't fully stopped growing or anything. Like some research will tell us 24 years old. Um, I've been in trainings where they'll say 30 years old. So the the, the the kind of young person's brain is growing, taking things in, and they're they're really forming their identity, and and they're internalizing these messages, but they're getting bombarded with images, and and then it's you know oh I don't have that, or I'm not as tall as this person, or oh I need to do my tan, or maybe I should do that, or maybe I shouldn't. Um, there's already a lot of different things on on young people's uh, plates, so it's just it's, it feels like it can be a big stressor then, and I think if there's any sort of wobble in the self worth. Or, you know, they haven't got a very solid foundation of resilience. 
these things can really overwhelm. Yeah, no doubt. And I mean, who has the foundation of resilience when they're 16 years old? Like, like you say, it's a mm-hmm. developing brain. You're developing these skills. I don't even know if I knew the word resilience when I was 16, to be honest. It's tough yeah. to kind of even to wrap your head around it. Like, and I mean, to bring it right back to basics, I know that I've heard teenagers and I've overheard conversations with young people saying, oh, I don't have enough money to go off on a fancy holiday this summer. My TikTok is going to be so boring. I don't have cool TikTok videos mm. to make. I couldn't get a ticket for this, that and the other festival. And that's the reality of it. And I think it, it goes from t- uh, from festivals to holidays to like the appearance to also like who's studying and I'm not studying. Oh, this person posted a photo of me of them studying. I'm not doing enough. Um, and, and then denying themselves that well-earned rest or feeling on the back foot. You know, so it becomes this external kind of power when when really we want to be internal and we want to look at what do I need? What do I feel happy about? What, what's in my life? And being back in the present moment. So it really takes takes the individual out of that present moment and out of the kind of reality of their own life. Um, yeah, so it's very hard to manage, isn't it? Yeah, it's impossible. And I mean, like you say, that's so destructive, isn't it, to someone's self-esteem? And I know your area of expertise, obviously, as a child psychotherapist, you're dealing with young people. They're going through that developmental phase in their life. Uh, What advice do you share with those young people and teenagers when it comes to, I guess, protecting and building their self-esteem and confidence? To be honest with you, I find a shocking lack of self-compassion in this age group and it's really sad to see where they they don't seem to have internalized that nice um voice inside the inner inner best friend to go do you know what i need this or i feel this way so i need to sleep or i i need that cup of tea i need a break from the study or you know i've done enough i am enough um there seems to be an awful lot of that inner critic that voice that you know i'm not enough it's the complete opposite of what i've just said and they very much um have that inner dialogue and inner mantra um, so the first step that I often say to be, to young people is, look, watch, watch your thoughts, watch, watch what your inner voice is saying and, and don't just accept it and maybe even challenge it and go in with, if that was your best friend, what would you say to them? Because there seems to be a real harsh, harsh voice in their in their minds that that's very quick to criticize and compare. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And do you think that that stems from growing up in a virtual social realm of social media? Probably a combination of things, and in our culture, even in Ireland, we don't take kindly to like people, when people say, you know, your coat is over the oh, the state of it, or mm. you know, we we minimise our feelings, we minimise our experiences, and we tend to play down things or be harsh about things, and and that voice is is I I think it's are recognised across our country, and I think as well. You know, I was a teacher for 10 years myself and I would have used reward charts in the classroom and comparison all the time. I think we're nearly training our children and young people to compare themselves because I would have said things like, oh, this table has all finished and this girl, she's done all her tracing and rewarded kids for that external stuff. And so we're basically training them to think that they are their value comes externally and it's explicit, um, you know, motivations and all that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a really interesting way to look at it, actually. And I know I have a teaching background as well, and I'd never actually thought of that, but you're so right. So maybe it's something, Mm. it's more like a a systematic change that needs to happen and probably something that we all need to try to change about our society in general. I know empathy is something I often try to uh, promote. And I think that having empathy is similar to having compassion for someone, isn't it? It's like being able to just understand the importance of being nice. Exactly. And tuning into that other person and, and you know, um, 
yeah, that kind of human connection that we have and that connection is huge when it comes to resilience and relationships are huge and friendships, you know, and really connecting in and having empathy for yourself and for others, for sure. And I think, you know, as well with the with the, the teaching and the reward charts and all that, I do talk a lot about that on my Instagram and I have a live that people can watch on it because it's, it's something I'm really passionate about trying to change, you know, and it's it's a simple thing that we can remove or we can change. But it's also around, you know, parents, what they can do, you know, what are they modeling? Are they modeling like a healthy response to their own failures or mistakes that they make in the house? Or, you know, are they praising effort over outcome for things and really focusing on the person and what they, you know, who they are versus like what they've produced? Um, you know, I think you can't really avoid these these comparisons and we can't avoid social media. But what we can do is kind of try to build the esteem and the resilience up. Yeah, well said. I think you're so right. And I should as well, obviously mention Haley underscore Rice is the account to follow on Instagram. And I totally recommend that you do go and follow Haley because she's got lovely bite-sized videos with tons of advice and plenty of food for thought as well for parents, teenagers and young people uh, when it comes to all sorts of things, life coaching, parent consultation and uh, just general food for thought, I think is the best way to put it. Uh, Haley. before we let you go, I guess you're the expert here. You are the teacher turned psychotherapist and uh, we would love to know in general, regardless of age this summer, what is your top tip when it comes to taking care of your mental health, your mind, your self-esteem, being confident and having the summer that we all deserve after two difficult years? I think I'd have to say, do what you love because that's going to bring up joy. It's going to bring dopamine into your body and get playful. Um, you know, what is this? What is it that you love? If when do more of that, tune into what you, your body, you know, what you respond to, follow your giggles and get connected with people again if you can. I know that's hard for some people, but when you reconnect, even slowly but surely, that's going to make you feel so much better. Um, so yeah, do what you love. Brilliant. Nice and simple as that. Hayley Rice, thank you so much for taking the time. We really appreciate your time on Spin. Thanks a million for having me. Bye.